Greetings and salutations to our fine listeners. This is Side Character Quest, a podcast that takes guest players on short quests in a shared setting. I believe I see our next guest player arriving now. Why, hello, Lord Mason. Please do come in. Yeah, okay, yeah, wow, you've... this... As you've redecorated. This whole thing looks really different. Where should I put my uh, briefcase? You can come with me out of the foyer and into the, the sitting room. Uh, oh, fancy. Okay. Uh, Excuse the blood. Yeah, is that a real... That... Well, usually bear rugs are flat. That just looks like a uncomfortable... It's just a bear. Okay. All right. I'm sorry you caught me in the middle of cleaning up. Yeah. Hey, um, where's that smell coming from? And also, where's Ty? Oh, Ty's in the bear. Okay, this is one of... the smell? Yeah, uh, hey, is Grumples... Does that name ring a bell? (laughs) What? Grumples. Oh, you mean the help? Ah, okay, yeah. I thought that might, this all kind of might tie together. I'm I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be over here. Why do you stand so close behind people? Oh my god. You know, it's just, you know, you gotta have to make your presence known. Hey, Grumples. Grumples, Grumples, you, you, have you completed your duties for today? Yes, sir. Hey, Grumples, real quick. uh, Yes, sir. Where's Ty? I'm pretty sure he's in the bear. For real, though. For real? I'm, I'm pretty sure you see how it's wriggling. Oh, yeah, it is. That's definitely... That's right. That's wriggling. You see that knife stick out of its back? Of its, of its belly? Right there? I, uh... Okay! Okay! <laughs> I... Listen, if this is a bad time, I can go. Like, I really... I, I don't need to be here or a part of. No, it's it, it's no, fine. No, it's it's fine. Mason, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine. Okay. I'm just gonna. Oh my! Okay. Oh. Okay. Hi, into the into the bear. Not, into the bear. That's just, fucking disgusting. Are you? Oh my god. I'm fine. Listen. Uh, we're 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 get, Grumple. Uh, you you guys can both. Uh, pretentious butler, Grumples. You guys can both. Go. Oh, you sure? We can totally help with this cleanup if you want. No, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do this in the other room. Uh, Mason, you wanna oh wanna go over god. to the recording studio? It smells like you. Oh my god! It smells like an inside out. It smells like a skunk shit itself inside out, and then another what? skunk ate that, and then that skunk that ate it died. It's disgusting. <laughs> it, That's funny because I can barely smell a thing. Okay, if that was a bear pun, it was bad, and if that's true, you should probably go get tested, and I should leave. Uh. Sorry uh, that I, you had to walk in on such a grisly scene. What are you doing in the bear, tie? I don't want to talk hey, about it. Pretentious butler! Yes? Come here, what was Ty doing in the bear? He was playing chess with it, and it got angry. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, that was not the answer I was expecting. 
well, you know, did you bears are really proud. Anyway. Anyway. Welcome, listeners, to Side Character Quest. Uh, hey, Mason, gonna, do you have any... You're not even going to like, take a shower. You look... Dis- <laughs> no offense, like, you're really wet, dude. I am... Listen, I am I am game to start to go straight into this recording. If you want to take a break... Like, if you need to take a break right now, then you can just tell me. No, I'm okay. But I, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. It's just you're... All right. Yeah, you're just like... All right. Do you need any, uh, do you need any recap or anything about what, what happened last time? There's just... B- bits of air sloughing off of you. No, I'm. I am. I remember. Uh, I was okay. at the tree with the store. Uh, yep. <laughs> I was at the uh, uh, Godfrey's. What was it? Godfrey's goodies. Godfrey's oddities. <laughs> uh, Gilb. Uh, Goblin Godfrey's Goof Emporium. Goblin Godfrey's Goof Emporium. Uh, Which had been uh, swallowed up by a tree that had grown since Silas's Ark. Right, and I discovered the maps on the walls pointing to an anomaly. Someone had dragged the sending stone away. There were diagrams of smaller chunks of the stone. The listener already remembers all of this, so you might cut this out. Who knows? Uh, and then the, at the end of it, I don't, Talbotton doesn't know this, but at the end of it, you were like, and then right behind, right where he didn't look, was the main guy, but dead. <laughs> so <laughs> that was cool. And you were going off to meet uh, with, uh, with Blue, at your predetermined meeting spot. Yes. Correct? Which was the uh, the bridge leading into town. Um, we're going to okay. meet by it or under it. You said you were going to roll for how Blue did. Oh, yeah. I already did that. Oh, uh, cool. I rolled to see how well Blue did at his job, um, and we will see how that goes. Hey, Ty, if, if, what I did, mm-hmm. if what I did was a roll for how good I did my job, what would that have been, do you think? Uh, if you could give you me a grade... Any- on a scale yeah. of zero, uh, one to twenty. I would say if, if it's a one to twenty, I would say maybe like a fifteen. Yeah, it felt, it felt like because a fifteen. Fifteen, because you didn't get hurt. You found a bunch of clues, um, and you also found that like little beekeeper thing. But also nothing like absolutely fucking amazing. No crit twenty situation. Yeah, there. I, I, I feel like I found a lot less than I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. 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 But overall. Pretty good. Oh, I should mention, by the way, Tal puts his hat back on, his normal hat, as soon as he gets out of that ring of trees. You are so fucking lucky that you remembered that, because I was 100% going to use that against you. Oh, dude, he would never forget, and neither would I. So are you wearing that um, under the... Let, let, let's just go into the scene. Let's go into the scene. Okay. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter, pitter. We never pitter-patter in. You only ever pitter-patter out. You're right. The episode accidentally ends right there. <laughs> it was your second episode. It's like, hey, turns out you can't. <laughs> All right. So um, you have headed back to the bridge uh, that's between the arrival zone and this small town. Nah, that's a poor way to describe it. Arrival zone. Yeah. So leaving Main Street of Flughaven, you have made your way down to that bridge, down to the meeting spot where you were going to check in with Blue, who had been going to try to um, track down as many of those husks as he could, those those people that were undead, um, and deal with them. 
And as you approach, um, are you wearing the, I, I know you said you put your hat back on. Are you wearing the, the beekeeper thing like over it? Like, how is that working? No, it, what happened was as soon as Talbotton got out of the ring of trees that was surrounding Flughaven proper, he popped off the beekeeper's hat, put his normal hat on, and is just carrying the beekeeper hat and still has, you know, the wrists and ankles of his clothes belted, but he's just wearing a nor- his normal hat and carrying the beekeeper hat. Gotcha. <laughs> if you had if you had left that on, uh, just a little behind the scenes, uh, Blue would have totally assumed, would have shot a warning shot. Oh, dang. J- just to like. I wasn't even trying to avoid that because that would have been cool. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so you make it back to the bridge and wait there for probably an hour or so. Uh, do you do anything in the, the interim while you're you're waiting? Uh, yeah, I think I'm looking at the, in the water, there's a water, ostensibly there's a bridge because there is water, yes? Yes, um, so the water flowing underneath, it's not super deep, but the bridge is, the space that the bridge is going over is very wide and very, um, muddy, so this bridge allows large carts and carriages to make it over to Main Street. Without this bridge, it would be much, much more difficult. Is it you like could, a, you could pretty easily like wade across the creek if you wanted to. Oh, but it's but it's deep. If I if I were to hypothetically, I'm not saying this is what I'm doing, but if I were to stand in the deepest part of the creek, how deep would the water be on a six foot tall individual? Um, it would probably be up to your chest. Oh, okay. At, at the deepest part, that's all I needed to know. Uh, it, it looks like sometimes it might go. It might you know depending on the weather, it might go higher or lower. But uh, but right now, probably about up to your chest. It's more than a few inches deep. Yes, yes. In that time, after I've been waiting for a little bit, I think I decide that I want to... I have this idea. I want to see what the bed of this river is like. Interesting. Because everything else is overgrown with plants and all of this. I want to see... Interesting. I'm just kind of checking out the river and trying to feel the bed of it and also see if I see any wildlife in it. Interesting. Okay, um... Roll me, okay, for the wildlife, uh, just sort of observing the wildlife. Um, is that is that something that you're specifically looking for or just sort of like passively while you're doing the other, the investigation? My brain is more in the realm of, I think that I want to see if the riverbed is also being overgrown with plants or if there's... Okay, roll me a, roll me a um, investigation check on that. And then also I want you to uh, tell me what your passive perception is, just so I can see what you've noticed wildlife-wise. Man, that wasn't great. I'm rolling this D, this D20 from like 1979. It's really cool looking. For the first time. It is, cause, just because it's old. Uh, that, that was a six for my investigation. My passive perception, uh, which is 10 plus your int modifier, right, mm-hmm. uh, is 13. With that, uh, I, I will say that you you don't really notice any animals about. Maybe you notice a, a fish or two in the water, uh, like little little fishies. But beyond that, no animal life, really. And your investigation into the actual, like, growth level, it's just, it's really hard to tell. There's definitely plants down there, but it's hard for you to get a grasp on whether it's an unusually large amount or an unusually little amount. It's just, it just looks like, you know, weeds and muck and cattails. Hmm. So basically, I don't, I don't really glean anything. But that's, that's what I'm idly doing when Blue arrives. Or whenever what happens in an hour arrives. Yeah, Totally. So while you're mucking around in the the water, you hear the sound of footsteps approaching, and you hear the uh, slight rattle of metal. Hmm. Yeah, definitely kind of crouching, looking. 
looking out, you see. I want to stealth. I want to hide. Oh, you want to hide? Okay. Yeah, I, w- um, I want to hide and see what's up. Roll me a stealth check. This is definitely the loudest sound I've heard in an hour, so I'm not. I'm. I'm a little bit on edge. Yes. Yes. That is eight plus five is thirteen. I think. Is that what eight plus five is? Thirteen. Yeah. Pretty good. You're. Tell, tell me what this looks like. What you're doing exactly? Uh, my ca- my cartoon brain wants me to grab a reed and slip into the water and like breathe through it like in a cartoon. <laughs> I think what it looks like is just Tal grabs sort of the bottom edge of the bridge and like swings his legs under it and just is peeking out with his head. Interesting. Okay. Ooh. Oh, good. Blue barely beat you with a 14. Um, so he he sees you swing down. Just just barely sees you. Uh, n- nice try uh, there, Mr. Buck, but uh, I, I spotted you. Nothing here but reeds. Don't know what you're talking about. Hello. I'm just... Hello, Blue. <laughs> well, uh... <clears throat> Rattle chains, thud. Well, uh... My time was fairly eventful. Uh, how, how are you doing? I'm having a bit of trouble swinging myself back up onto the bridge. Oh, here, here you go. Let me just grab you. Oh, oh, okay, <clears throat> thank you. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Um, yes. How muddy do you think that water is? How muddy? Yeah, he starts taking off his uh, jacket, which you can see is a little stained, and uh, he walks over to the. He starts walking over to the water. Well, I kind of mucked around in it, and nothing happened to me, so there is that, but I definitely stirred up some particulate. All right. The floor does appear to be a bit planty. What did you do? What is this on your shirt? Oh, well, uh, turns out, you know those, uh, those little guys that we were messing with the other day? They, the dry uh, guys, yes. Yeah, the dry guys. Well, it, it looks like they're not completely dried out, because when you, um, kill them, uh, they kind of blow up. And, uh... Well, you see this this red stuff here? Yeah, that's uh that's it's it's pretty gross. Wait, is that gross? That's nasty. It's nasty as Why? hell is what it is. Yes. Oh, and the smell just caught up with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not great. It's uh, kind of Well, it's it's kind of like jerky. Wet jerky. Yeah. That's bizarre. You know, it's funny it's funny, it's kinda of like cheese that way, where as soon as you recontextualize the smell. Suddenly, it tastes. It smells like it tastes good. You know. Yes, you're you're absolutely right. It is kind of like uh. yes. Also, <coughs> didn't think of cheese that way, but you're so right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It smells like d- the most disgusting thing, and then it's like, oh, hello. But wait, hello, if sir. I put this on a cracker, then suddenly. <laughs> anyway, um, I found something absolutely bizarre where I was. I didn't end up killing anybody, but I did find. Ah, uh, evidence of insect rebellion, the insect murder that occurred. Okay. Um, that seems to be sort of, uh, hold on, I have to pray for a moment. Uh, Ty, um, <laughs> <laughs> refresh my memory. Uh, did, did the shopkeep who was dead from the bugs, was he dry? Yeah, he was like a husk. Okay. Similar to the ones that you had seen moving around. Okay. Yes. Talbotton stops praying and says, ah, yes, had to just check my memory with God. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Cut that. Um, no, I'm going to exclude that. Oh, okay, that's fine. I don't Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Talbotton says, there, there was, um, I found a corpse that appeared to be like one of the husks that you seem to have found mm. a 
they have a propensity for exploding when harmed. Uh, but he appeared to have been brought to his current condition by interaction with some kind of an insect swarm. Uh, so huh. naturally, I tied, you know, my clothes so that... Uh, but I did not see any insects. Also, he was okay. not moving. He was dead. Dead, dead. Oh, also, I think I was allergic okay. to something. I have a bit of a stuffy nose. <laughs> well, uh, he, he pats you on the back a couple times. Well, I'm sure you'll be rat as rain pretty soon. Um, anyway, uh, did you find the Sending Stone? Oh, no, it's missing. Oh, somebody dragged it. Where well, dragged it? Yeah, okay. so, okay, well, I we should take turns. You tell me a thing, and I tell you a thing. But we'll, okay. I'll tell, this is my thing, and then you'll tell me another thing. The Sending Stone appears to have been dragged out of Gilbert Godfrey's Galbin, 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 Garvin. <laughs> Here's the first, yes. The Sending Stone appears to have been dragged out of Goblin Godfrey's goods and services, or whatever it's called. (laughs) Goblin Godfrey's Goblin Oddities. Uh, Somebody took the Sending Stone, pushed it out the door, and away into the distance. I managed to track it out to a uh, sort of the direction it had left in, but... Mm. All right. That's all I, I could find. Well, uh, I didn't find any any lead like that, but I, I did find this fella here. And he kicks the wrapped up bundle that he had been carrying that was wrapped in chains. Blue, I thought you, that was like food. You brought back a person. Well, I mean, I, that ain't a stinker, I suppose. I, I thought we were doing, like, detective work, and you did, <laughs> you did killing and kidnapping. Well... <laughs> Is it? Is he dangerous? Oh yeah! I, I, when I found him, he was covered in blood from one of his compatriots. I assume. So I assume that he's some sort of bloodthirsty cutthroat. Can I roll an insight check? Can I? Can I insight check that? I can't tell his tone right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, give me an insight check. And all low rolls today. That's six plus eight. Oh wait. Uh, plus five. There's no way. I was like, I don't have an eight in insight. Uh, that's 11. 11? Yeah, I mean, you. your general vibe is... I'm not going to tell you that you 100% trust what he says, but, like, you get the impression that he is not overtly trying to mislead you. I do that thing again where I lean in and, like, I, I look at him, but I switch from one eye to the other. It's like that, <laughs> that thing your parents did. I think I mm-hmm. did it to him before. I do it again, and I say... Why did you bring a cutthroat, bloodthirsty, murdering husk boy to our secret bridge party? Well, I, I figured that, uh, I figured that maybe we could, you know, interrogate him, ask him for questions. He's like, why is somebody going to be did this here? One say, did this one say anything to you? The last ones didn't say any words. No, I, I, he's, this here fellow is dragonborn, so I kind of shoved his mouth full of stuff so he couldn't burn me. Right, breath weapon. So, not on, oh my goodness, blue... And I walk, I walk away down the bridge and just pontificate <laughs> out to the sky. Like, not only did you bring back some kind of a bloodthirsty cutthroat murderer, you brought back one that could kill us by breathing. You stop it. Shut up. And I kick the bag. You what? I kick the bag. Stop it. You're going to kill us. You be quiet. You'll get your turn. Well, I, I figured that, you know, the s- safety first. I figured that I'd wait until we were both here so we could... And so we could interrogate the person who could kill us with their breath. Well, when you put it like that, it seems like not the best idea, yeah, I suppose. Blue, it seems like not the best idea, perhaps. 
All right, in, all right. in other news, my stuffy nose has cleared up. <laughs> all right. Um, I told you it would happen in no time. Congratulations. You were right about one thing today. <laughs> all right. So, we're, I mean, if you know, we can we can just leave this guy here, I suppose, and come back for him after we, you know. This is one of the husky the husks? One of the oh. dried out people? Oh, no, no, no. This guy is fully alive, as far as I can tell. Just stare at him. <laughs> I just fucking stare at him. <laughs> Why? Blue? Oh my goodness. Like I said, I was dealing with those little monster things. And, uh, well, it didn't take me as long as I expected, so I decided to check out some other areas, scope out the land, lay of the land, and I stumbled upon this fella right after he had killed one of his traveling partners. And I was like, well, this guy, why is he going to be out here unless he's out, you know, trying to loot this place? So I figured I'd wrap him up and uh, see what he knows. You did not lead with the fact that this was not another dried out husky person. Sorry, I should have I should have probably led with that, shouldn't yeah, I? Yes, I was under the impression that you brought back a husk for us to interrogate and then decided to bring back a dragonborn husk. As because a normal one wasn't dangerous enough and also useless enough. Now I feel terrible, uh, but you say... You know what? I don't want... Would you not have kicked the guy if uh, if you had known? Yes, perhaps I would not. You know what? You know what? And I turn to the bag and I say, I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, hold on. I And I pull the bag over. I so so the, just to give you an idea... I pop the person's head out. Is what I want. Yeah, so so just to give you an idea of what this looks like, now that you are, are looking at it and you know that there is a person in there, you can tell it's it's basically a, a person that has been that's fairly looks fairly broad, that has been wrapped up into a sort of rolled up like a rug, basically, with like canvas, and then wrapped in these chains that have a padlock sitting on them. Is their head sticking out? Uh, no, but you can e- pretty easily roll down the canvas to reveal the head if you wanted to. Yeah, I do that. And looking looking at this, you see a very uh, broad-looking, red-scaled dragonborn, and he has a chunk of cloth stubbed, um, shoved in his mouth. And the cloth is, like, a little glowy, like a little embered. Yeah. Hey there, fellow. Sorry for all of this. Um... <laughs> Can you... I'm going to do something that could be a little bit risky. Uh, I, I, I roll him so that his face is pointing... So that I Okay, so I, I start rolling him so that he is face down. Okay, so we're on a bridge, yes? Yeah. Over some water. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. I roll him so that his face is pointing towards the water over the edge of the bridge. Very smart. And then sort of like kneel on top of him. And pull the cloth out really quickly from his mouth and hold his like the back of his head so that he can't twist around and burn me. When you when you pull out the the thing, he does like writhe uh, for a moment, um, and you see a, a brief burst of flame. Just just very small, almost as if somebody had like was coughing, not as if he's like really doing a full breath attack. But then he, after he struggles and realizes he's not going to be able to get out, he calms down. Yes. Okay. Now, I am sorry for whatever my compatriot here put you through. Uh, We are under a certain amount of duress, and I am only sorry up until the point that you prove that you deserved it. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what your name is and what you're doing here? 
Why should I have to tell you anything? Well, apparently you killed your traveling partner. And he uh, was going to kill me first. I thought we were on the same side. Okay. Um, what led you to... Well, let's... Do, okay, calm down. Calm down, bud. You're fine. You're fine. You're alive. Ah. Uh, listen. What made you think that your traveling partner was going to kill you? Oh, do you, maybe it was the knife that he had at my throat. When was this? This was uh, mere moments before your friend here shows up and uh, gets all shooty-shooty. Yes, okay, well, he, he is known for that. I am known uh, for that. Yes, he and he'll tell you. Uh, and he did. So, the... <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a condition where nothing can be completely serious. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's the Clint McElroy syndrome. Um, so, <laughs> you can cut that. Uh, <laughs> okay, now, saying that I take you at your word... Uh, were there any signs leading up to that moment that your traveling partner had wanted to kill you? Or why would they have wanted to kill you? If you thought you were on the same side, why the sudden betrayal? Uh, roll me a persuasion, I guess, or maybe a charisma. Just Actually, you know what I'm doing, Ty? Yeah, go for it. I'm doing calm emotions. Oh, smart. I'm, uh, I'm trying to calm them down, be friends... You're tracking your, your spell usage for today, right? Yes, I am. Okay, uh, cool. I have one more second-level spell slot left, and I still have two third-level spell slots left. I got lots of spell potential. I keep forgetting that... Oh, I haven't played a uh, character beyond level, like, three in so long. I forget that, what it's <laughs> like to have uh, more than one second-level spell slot. Yeah. Um, so, I'm casting Calm Emotions, whether... Tal knows he's doing that or not. Uh, you attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. I'm also doing it on blue. Oh, interesting. I'm just everybody, everybody around, even myself. We're just all going to calm down. Uh, make a charisma saving throw. Okay. A creature can choose to fail this saving throw if it wishes. <laughs> blue. <laughs> uh, you said charisma saving throw? Yes. Yeah. Blue got a four. Blue got a four. Yeah. So he is nice and chill. Yep. Well, I get to choose two effects. <laughs> uh, and this this person has also rolled a four. Solid. Well, the DC was a fourteen, so <laughs> we're all just going to take. We'll just everybody chill. Okay, so I'm just going to read the, the the text of it really quickly so that you're fully aware, because uh, it says choose one of the following two effects. One. You can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. When this spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes, provided that its duration has not expired in the meantime. Two, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile toward. This indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell, or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. When the spell ends, the creature becomes hostile again, unless the DM rules otherwise. Um, I just kind of want to make everybody a little bit chill because I'm not specifically using this in a combat setting. Yeah. So you're, you're, but you're trying to make them not hostile towards everybody. Yeah. It's just every, nobody's hostile towards anybody else right now. Okay. I'm going to say that this also makes it so that this person is not feeling as hostile towards their compatriot, assuming that they were telling the truth about that. Okay. Emotions have been calmed. Yeah. And I, and, uh, Talbotin gets up off of him and, and starts undoing the padlocks. Okay, um, there, is a, there is a key in one of the two keyholes on the padlock. Oh, yeah. What, what, what led up to this? Why would your friend want to kill you all of a sudden? I, well, I assumed that he 
wanted to keep it all for himself. I, I think that he realized that uh, he wasn't going to need me when we realized that, that no one lived here anymore. Uh, there's no one around, so he didn't need uh, somebody that could fight. So you you are in, you are thinking of robbing the place was the idea. It was just to swing through and grab. I'll tell you what I. Uh, well, hold on a moment. And I think about whether or not Talbotson would really give a shit or not. Uh, I don't know. Like Talbotson's pretty like true neutral. I feel like in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, like, would he care <laughs> if someone was coming to rob Flughaven in, in this state? Like, I don't really think so. Um, yeah, I don't really think so. I think, like, whatever happened here already sucks and everyone's already dead, so like, it doesn't matter. So I think Talbot says, well, yeah, okay, I don't really care about that. There's not that much to find. Have you been to Main Street yet? Uh, we have not been over there yet, but, uh, I, I, it's... What were you hoping to find? Specifically, well, uh, we had heard rumors that there was a sending stone around. Oh yes, that's gone. What? Yes, somebody already stole that. What? What do you mean? Those things. Yes. No, I listen. That is what we were discussing. Uh, well, you were already here, so I can't say before you came here. But before I knew that you were sapient, we were discussing that. Well, uh, how are you? Uh, where do you think it is? Where do I think it is? Uh, yes. Well, uh, not where it's supposed to be. I tracked its location to the sort of the trail went a bit cold outside of Goblin Godfrey's shop. I know that okay. I I know that I have a map that has more clues, but I'm not telling him that. I'm just gotcha. throwing that out. And uh, where? Uh, what what are, are you two just here, just treasure hunters? Is that all you are doing? Well, I'm. You just want to be paid because I I have I could pay you. Hey, listen, bud. I'm a traveling poet. I don't know if you know the name. Uh, J.D. Talbotton. He perks the fuck up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was really hoping this wouldn't go that way. <laughs> Talbotton. J.D. Talbotton. Yes. I, I've never thought that in a million years that I would meet, meet you, but uh, I... Wait. Oh, no. This is not how I anticipated that going. I... So you have you have read my some of at least some of which what 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 how do you know my work? I I know your work from uh give, give me a name give me a name uh, give me a name of a book you decide in your head whether it's a good one or a bad one and then I will I will see, tell you how he reacts. Well, the thing is, I think we talked about Talbotton has a one-hit wonder that mm. he really really despises. So if it's that one, that's the one that's gonna. Okay, you tell me a name. And I will tell you whether it's the one that he likes or not, not knowing, me not knowing, whether it's a good, the good one or the bad ones. I give you a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man, what's like a dumb, edgy name for, for Talbotton's poetry books? Like the, the, like the salt under the scale or something. Uh, Is this the salt under the scale or... The salt under the scale. Or was it... Um, it has always spoken to me, and I know it was not about uh, it was not about the Dragonborn. It was not about the Sultan Sea or anything like that. It was it was about being a, a cook. Yes, yes, it was about. But it, was about, it spoke to me. It spoke to me. It was about being a cook. Yes. Oh, I loved it. It was. It I, was I cannot believe that I would meet someone. What are you? What are you two doing here? Trying to get paid. 
uh, for, well, I have another book to write, and Flughaven is a bit of a, an unconventional place for sort of artists to go to get inspiration, but, uh, well, now it's all, I just flip my hands at the air and say, kind of fuck a <laughs> Um, a question, you, do you, you undid his, like, locks and chains and stuff? Yeah. Okay, so at this point, he, he tosses those to the side, <laughs> and he, um, stands up, and you see this person who's very broad not much taller than um blue so uh just under uh, a couple inches under six feet but very broad red skin very like thick muscle but also a a bit of a punch uh and he he just is so just seems so like interested in, in in what you're laying down so um what is what is your name by the way probably get that out of the way uh, uh, my name is uh, Georges Gilderange. Georges? Georges. Georges Gilderange. Uh, yeah. Howdy, George. Is that? That's, um... Do I know that name? Does that name ring any bells? Nope. No? Okay. Well, I, I probably should have had you roll a history check. No, it doesn't. But, uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and if you don't mind me asking, just out of pure curiosity, who was your traveling partner? Uh, what was their name? Their name was, uh, Jenna. Jenna. Yes. Hmm. No last name. Absolutely not. She's a complete monster. Do not care for her. What, 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 what brought you to? She, so I assu- I'm assuming the Jenna, what I gather is the Jenna hired you to be the muscle and Jenna wanted to come uh, and just kind of... Not, not quite. Uh, Jenna was a, uh, she was hired more. Um, I, I was, hmm. um, I don't know how much of into the... I have, I have, I have answers for this, but I'm trying to think of like the best way to pace this so that it's like not, uh, you know. We were uh, put on this course to um, secure the sending stone for our for our patrons out at the Salton Sea. Ah, oh. I don't know if you uh, you're from Cirque, but I don't know about your blue friend here. But the Salton Sea people consider it a backwater. And if we could have our own sending stone, if we could connect ourselves so immediately to Cirque and to Mount Rana, then people might finally respect us, you know? Yes, well, and I can tell you this much. Flughaven does not seem to be using their sending stone or will exactly. have much of a use for one. Uh, presumably forever until this place gets resettled. So if we can find it, I mean, yeah, I don't see why it shouldn't go to the Salton now, Sea. Uh, let me just sidebar here, okay, Mr. Uh, uh, George. Buck. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yes. And he, he grabs you and, like, sort of turns you and walks down the bridge a little bit. Now, excuse me, um, it's been our job here to secure the uh, sandstone, so... Part of that is making sure that we know where it's going to end up, and I, I don't know. Well, Can he, I just? Well, here's the thing: flu. Like, if we find it, uh, do you think the dry people want to use it to to presumably huff at people from far away, <laughs> or do we send it down to the salt and like that? I don't know. This guy doesn't seem that bad. I suppose. Uh, I know you shot him, so. Hey, yeah. Well, you know. But, I mean, the, the thing is, we were supposed to come here to check things out and make sure things were okay. Things are definitively not okay, and I don't think that either you or me are going to be able to bring back the whole town, rehydrate the civilians, and uh, mm. find it, you know... I don't know where Goblin Godfrey went. If we can find him, perhaps that would be good, considering it was his watch. And also, somebody already stole it, so we, we'll have to secure it one way or another. 
All right. Uh, roll me a, a persuasion check. Bow, 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 the only skill that I've got a big bonus <laughs> in. And I need it because I rolled a seven. That's seven plus nine is 16. I want to use my... Nope, I don't. You sure? Yep, sure. You sh- you real sure? Yeah, I can use sleep. I'm saving that inspiration point for something else. <laughs> yeah, um, he got a 10. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, so you, you got him beat. Well, I... Well, the plan, I suppose, had been, you know, to either make sure that it was here and safe or to secure it, at least, until a crew could come and move it. But if, if this fella, I guess I don't see any reason not to. Listen, I like the Salton Sea. Uh, I'd like yeah, to visit I, the Salton Sea. Well, I mean, it's if, if you'll, you'll take it up with, uh, with Father Pard if he has a problem. Uh, yes, I mean, I suppose... If we find it, I, we can always call him and make sure he's fine with it. Oh, yeah, there we go. I, I suppose that works. I would definitely put, like, I, where, where else? I mean, think of, where, where, there was one up at um, Mount Renner, yes? Yes. And there's one at the monastery. Yes. And That's it. Yeah, and so, well, like, a third place, what, are we going to tuck one in between the brothers? What's the point of that? Salton Sea's a bit out there. It's kind of far away. Um, no, I mean, it, it makes sense when you lay it out like that. I, I suppose that's, I, I don't know what Father Part's plans were, but like, it seems not like a bad idea. I think, fa- I don't think that Father Part anticipated Flughaven being turned into a pile of beef jerky and waste. Yeah, he probably expected this place to uh, just need to be, you know, I imagine we were probably more checking on it and making sure it was good. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Right, or like someone could have stolen it or broken it or something. Yeah. Or there's the whole skeletons and necromancer thing, and then there's all that, and who knows? Yeah. Those don't speak, right? Every story I've heard, they don't talk out loud. As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, How do well, you... Well, anyway. uh, well, hold on. Um, well, this is kind of an awkward time, because it's just going to prolong this conversation while we have our backs to George. And I look over my shoulder, and I give George a thumbs up. Dakar, you all right? How do you, how do you know Father Pard? Oh, I've just been working for him for years now. I get, get occasional freelance job for him, but, uh, you know, I, I think I got a little bit more on his radar thanks to some uh, work I did out of Three Brothers recently, so he's, you know, trust me. Hmm, okay. Can't believe I didn't think to ask. I just kind of assumed that... Okay, anyway. All right. Uh, I turn I turn back to George. George, I can't guarantee, uh, because I don't have final say, but if we can locate the Sending Stone, I will definitely put my weight behind trying to get it to... Uh, be allocated to the Salton Sea, and I don't, I can't think of any logical reason, barring something massive that I don't know about, that we couldn't make that happen, so. Uh, that sounds, I really, truly appreciate that. Well, listen, what I really, truly appreciate is that you have volunteered yourself to figure out how to get it there uh, once we secure it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that shouldn't be really a problem. Yeah, uh, he's got, yeah, I think he's probably got that covered. You see these, uh, these chains. And he, he picks up the chains, and um, you notice that second the second keyhole on the, the padlock? He plops the, the key out of the main one, plops it into the second keyhole, turns it, and the chains seem to, like, lift up, like, float a little bit. I turn and look at Blue, and I say, Blue, you locked him in his own magical chains? Well, yeah, they're right there. They're real fucking cool. I thought those were your chains. No. Those are Those are sweet. You think I could have lifted this guy and carried him all the way? He's, like, built like a brick shithouse. Look how strong you are, Blue. I'm, well, that's, I can't, can't, can't argue there. 
Anyway. All so, muscle and sinew. So as these chains start floating, I think Daladin's like, what are those? Where did those, what? Um, he fits the key back and they return to normal weight. They're just uh, used for moving large objects, moving prisoners, that sort of thing. You know, you never know. Uh, we just wrap them around the um, sending stone. Flip, flip, whoop, goes up. I don't like that you said moving prisoners, uh, because that could have been a reference to how you were treated by my friend, or it could say something deeper and darker about your character as an individual. I'm going to choose to believe the former, because it is <laughs> less upsetting to me. Please. But I'm also just happy, because that means that we're, I was just worried about, now we'll have to find a new home for the stone, and that's not... No, yeah, we'll, we'll take very good care of it. Cool. So, George? Yes? Uh, what was when I... Oh, J.D., uh, Tal, Talbotton. Tal- Talbotton. 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 Yes, Mr. Talbotton. Welcome aboard the crew, I suppose. I don't really know where I was. Uh, I'm assuming that you're willing to, this, this sounds like a good deal and you won't mind helping us out. This sounds like a great deal. Love it. Okay, cool. So what's the, what's the plan, guys? I want to do one just quick insight check. Um... Actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to burn my last second level spell slot. Oh, wow. Okay. And just be- just because I really don't trust you, Ty, I'm yeah. doing, I'm doing um, <laughs> detect thoughts. Oh, okay. Uh, second level divination. For the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures when you cast a spell as an action on your turn. Blah, 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 blah. You can focus your mind on any one creature you can see within 30 feet of you. If the creature you choose has intelligence of three or lower, the creature is unaffected. You initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is most on his mind at the moment. As an action, you can either shift your atten- attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper. If you probe deeper, the person knows. Oh, uh, yeah. So I am just detecting the surface level thoughts of George here. So, so do you get these thoughts as words or as feelings, images? Like, how does that, how does that work? Or a dealer's choice? I will give you as, I, I want to give you information. I just don't know how evocative to make it. Uh, I think it's dealer's choice. Whatever you think, how does how does George think? Is it images? Is it words? Yeah. He has an accent. Is it in a language that I speak? <laughs> I, um, what what goes through your mind is an actually I speak draconic. So if that if the French vaguely French sounding action is a draconic accent, then I actually speak draconic. Nice. Yeah, that is a, a vaguely. Uh, it's it's more of a it's a salt and sea draconic accent. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's that's generally where you hear that. Okay. But you get into your head a series of images of him presenting the sending stone, carrying it across a boat, and then you see it in a city surrounded by people and just like vague images and feelings of like like people of like, yeah, I'm doing great. Like, uh, I everybody loves me. So you get get the feeling that this guy is really looking forward to bringing this home and everybody being so fucking psyched about it. Okay. And I turn my attention over to Blue really quickly while I have this going on. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, feelings are basically like this fucking blood stuff itches like hell. Uh, yeah, he, he is feeling like worse for wear from his fight. Blue is much more grounded. <laughs> yeah. Although he had not mentioned it, he is he is Definitely, you can f- tell that he is feeling some pain from whatever happened to him uh, while you guys were separated. Um, hey, why don't we... Okay, so now we've got sort of um, 
We're, we're pick, picking, up, picking up new friends, Blue. Uh, you look like you could use a rest. Uh, uh, yeah. Why don't we, since, since George here, since you're a fan of, of my work, why don't I, why don't we sit down, make camp for the night, and I will regale you with the story I've been working on for this particular, for my next endeavor. Let me rephrase that as a person who is actually in this situation might do. <laughs> Blue, you seem hurt. Uh, and I assume that, George, you are probably not in super feeling super great after everything you've... I still have a bit of an arrow in my back, so yeah. Yes, why don't we turn in for the night, take a rest, and in the meantime, I will, uh, since you are a fan of some of my work, I'd like to run past you and Blue... Uh, sort of what I've been cooking up in my head for this next publication. Just a couple of different stanzas and whatnot. That sounds perfectly fine to me. Uh, sound good to you, George? I would love to hear it. I would love. It would be great. Yes, please. So we're taking a short rest, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, assuming that you don't want to take a try to camp down for night. It, it's probably like five o'clock right now, so it's 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 pretty still pretty early in the the day. I think I want to. Yeah, that's true. I think I kind of want to figure out what we should do, but I. I I'm going to use Song of Rest, basically. Okay. Um, but throwing out, like, random ideas and half-formed stanzas he was, that Tal has been thinking about, and then actually, like, writing down ones that maybe that... Uh, that people like. Maybe specifically ones that George likes, because if George really liked that book, and, like, I just need to make some money off this. Yeah. But also, yeah, so they get to get extra hit points back. Nice. Uh, how does that work, exactly? I don't know if mechanically you necessarily, I don't know how you're doing your end of things, but any friendly creatures who can hear me regain hit points at the end of the short rest and extra, if, 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 if anyone regains hit points during this short rest, they each get an extra 1d6 of hit points. So if they're using hit dice to get health back, they get an extra 1d6. Uh, yeah, so um, he manages to get all the way back up to full health. Blue does. Yeah. Nice. And what about George? George is also good. George George cool. wasn't actually too damaged. Blue is gentle. Yes. Is there any reason that Tal would be against the idea of moving the Sending Stone to, like, is there any reason you can think of that? No, I mean, like, uh, basically the, the stuff that, uh, I think it's a fair guess. I think it's a fair guess that it would eventually end up in some location like that. Let me think about it for answer that. So the thing is, the thing with the Sending Stone is that finding a Sending Stone in a location would basically be enough to immediately put any small town on the map, right? Right. So any place that it ends up is going to be amazing. And also, furthermore, there's no reason for it to stay in Cirque because... Cirque already has one. Right. So it, it, would, it would be a little ridiculous to have two in the same city. I mean, you, you could definitely benefit from it, obviously. Yeah, but that's still selfish. It's, it's selfish because, like, it would benefit. It, would, it, would, it could, you know, it could completely change the lives of the people living in the Three Brothers or in the Pine Forest or in the Salton Sea, anything like that. Here's the thing is that me, Mason, I think the Salton Sea area is, like, my favorite part of the entire world of this. Yeah. So I kind of would like them to have it. Yeah. Roll me a history check because I feel like because Talbotton is fairly well educated and if he does have like a 
alike of it, then there are some things that he might know that our other characters wouldn't have. Seven plus three. So seven, eight, nine, ten. I haven't rolled any double digit numbers on these dice. Eight, nine, ten total? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you know the, the basic history. It's a place that uh, people will go out to to sort of get away from it all, um, to get away from, like, it, it is a place where you as a, as a tiefling could go and people would not bat their eyes as much. You kind of expect there to be monsters. It is a, it is a wild and crazy place. You see a lot of things you don't see elsewhere. Yeah, you see a lot of things you don't see elsewhere. And uh, it, it's just a, a place that that really like captures the sense of adventure and everything because it is so hard to navigate because of the bizarre wind current wind and water currents that it's very easy to you could like find an island there and then never be able to find your way back even if it was only 20 miles from another one you know because the currents are so intense you wouldn't actually be able to pass back to it basically yes Exactly. Interesting. It's a place that captures people's imagination because of that. It's also home to a lot of Dragonborn. I also, yeah, I think it'd be a good place for it to be. I would like the idea if I can leave a mark on this world. Me, Mason, selfishly likes the idea if I can leave a mark on the world of SCQ of by getting a sending stone to the Salton Sea, that would make me feel accomplished as a person. I don't know if Talbotton has the same reasoning for feeling that way, but I think in this moment it's just like, well, this person's willing to go through the trouble of moving it. And I don't think Talbotton understands or, I mean, he understands the significance, but I don't know that he would specifically care where it goes next, as long as it goes somewhere that needs it. Because of how rare they are and because of how they could transform any like small town into a very important place. The other benefit of the thing is just that you, if you were being selfish with it, you could sell it to any person who wants to make a name for themselves, who wants to suddenly become the wealthiest person for miles and miles and miles. You could sell it to them and then they could turn their home farm or whatever into a hub, you know, an important place. Yeah, that's that's true. I guess there is like a lot of power to it. Yeah, we can discuss all of that later. Yes, I think I, I think I'm just going to I hadn't thought about it. And now I'm thinking about it, even though I've already promised to put it in the salt <laughs> sea. I have to me. Mason has to grapple with what Talvatin might want to do. So anyway, I also fill in everybody on everything I found. OK. Um, yeah. And so I, I imagine that during this part, I probably cut out all of the background audio while we just did a little table talk. And now we're right. going to fade back into uh, you guys sitting around the fire uh, fireplace. It's maybe six thirty something around there. So it's been a couple hours. Unless you want to wait longer. No. And uh, Blue is is cooking up some uh, some cattail roots. It's kind of like a like a tuber, like a potato. Making some dinner for you guys. Maybe also got some rations and whatever. So you guys are just eating around the fire, and you've told them what you had seen. And and. Honestly, the thing I'm just most glad about is that I didn't see any of the insects uh, in living form. But they're definitely the culprits. I just don't know. I don't suppose, George, you've ever seen anything like a swarm of uh, moisture absorbing like silica beads, but living? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I cannot say that I have uh, anything like that. It sounds... Um, ooh, I, I don't... I think... Oh, I feel like... My friend and I might have ended up being a little, my friend and I uh, might have ended up being a little bit in over our heads if, if we hadn't, you know. I don't know. I'm a poet. I, and, like, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, and there was not. I, suppose. 
I didn't find anything. There was nothing. Like, there doesn't seem to be much alive except for the jerky. Blue, how many... I call over to Blue as he's cooking. Blue, how many... Uh, we need to come up with a name for them. How many of the... Uh, uh, the dry... The dry guys, yes, the husks. How yeah, many dry good. guys were there? Um, well, we we saw three initially. No, I don't. I don't I, like husk. I don't like husk. You don't like husk. No, we need something catchier. All right, what do you got? Give me, give me, give me. I like, I like. I'm throwing out dry guy, but dry I don't guy? think that it's not super inclusive. Um, well, I mean, dry guy's not bad, I suppose, but uh, dry drip 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 dry guy. Dry guy. Drygon born? Dry, dry, dry. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I look that. at George. I yeah. Like I don't know. I don't. Uh, maybe. Uh, I, I, I am. I am all out. I, I, I hit it. You know. I feel like I might have hit it out of the park with Husk. But if you think that it's a, if you want to come, if you want to step up to my game. Oh, husk listen. is bo- Oh, husk is boring though. Oh. Everyone, you see that and you think, oh, it's a husk. Like yes, it's 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 a good name, I yeah. suppose, for getting the idea across, but it is not very colorful. Mo mosquito. Uh, dry, That's a kind of bug. Dried out, fella. Um, all out of blood, blood, bloodless, bloodless. Bloodless. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, ooh. Bloodless. What about wetless? Wetless. Yes, because they're all out of wet. They are all wet. out of wet. I, I can't argue with you. Wit- you're the you're the wordsmith, so I suppose I should defer to you on this. The wetless. <laughs> the wetless. I like that. All right, there the wetless. Go. So how how many how many wetless were in the town when you went? Um. Well, so I didn't go to the town, but uh, there were the three that we ran into, and then when I circled back and tried to sweep up any that were attracted by the silo, uh, I think about. Mm, four more came, and I took out six of them. The, f- the seventh managed to get away because one of them exploded on me, and that kind of threw all threw me for a loop. Um, now, when yeah. you say exploded, yeah. Oh, um, when I killed it, when I shot it in the fucking head, and then yes, uh, they would just sort of like sit and lay on the ground sometimes, and then every once in a while they would just start to like bulge up, and then. And like spray like whatever little bit of blood they had left, and it just kind of exploded out in like a poison spray. Um, that uh, that kind of hurt me. You got something in your throat? For a second there, you sounded weird. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. It sounded completely normal. Okay. I look at George, and I look back at Blue, and I decide to drop it. Um, interesting. I wonder too. They they. The one I saw was definitively dead. I even tried to wake it up a few different ways. Mm-hmm. These ones are not. A bit, I wonder if they're being controlled or like summoned up by someone. Mm. Like, like you know, necromancy. Like, there's a bit of a problem with currently, 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 current, cur- now. Oh, well, uh, I don't know how to do accents. I, I don't. At all. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, did you notice anything on them at all? Lots of smooshed bugs. Presumably, as the person was fighting off the mm. insects that were taking his wet and turning him into a wetless, mm. he, uh, yeah. Well, I, I can't say that I... Come to think of it. Yeah? Have you noticed any bugs? Just general bugs? Normal bugs? 
you know, I, I noticed that too. I, I was kind of expecting there to be, you know, mosquitoes, uh, cicadas, and things like that. And while I do hear them in the distance, not, nothing has tried to bite me. Uh, I haven't actually seen any. Uh, okay, did I accidentally just stumble on something that we didn't notice? I are there bugs? Are there bugs? Uh, or are we are we just freaking ourselves out? Uh, uh, tell me again what your passive perception was. Got to perceive these bugs. My passive perception is thirteen. Um, yeah, with a passive perception of thirteen, like you sort of notice that although you've been here for a while, and although you you have seen you did see those corpses of bugs, and you have heard the buzzing of insects off in the distance, you haven't actually seen any around. No mosquito has tried to bite you. You haven't seen a grasshopper on the ground. You haven't seen a beetle scurrying through the foliage on the ground. There's There hasn't been any bugs, despite the fact that you do hear them. I'm so mad because I was trying so hard to, like, be clever and look for things like this, like measuring <laughs> the plants and seeing how fast they grow and trying to be on top of it, and I missed the obvious thing that there are no bugs. I think Talbotton was holding a mug of water and just drops it and freezes. What, what, what are you... There's no bugs. There's no bugs. There's no bugs. Well, you said that you saw some at the... Not... The guy had, like, smushed a bunch. Yeah, the dead bugs. No living bugs. None of us have seen any bugs. What, what is that? What does this mean? Uh, what, are you, what are you taking from this? Uh, I drop to my knees and start rubbing like rubbing through the grass and the dirt and seeing if I'm finding a bunch of bug corpses. Um, like dried up, shriveled up bug corpses. Yeah, um, looking around on the ground, you don't find any buggies. No. There's no corpses, no bug bodies, no nothing. Well, that'd be a bit of a long shot anyway, but... <laughs> because how big would a dried up bug be? They're mostly just like... <laughs> 90% wet, 1% crunch. Uh, and, and then 9% hate. It's such a satisfying crunch. George, please never again. <laughs> so, where there's no bugs, that either the bugs all became evil and left, or the bugs were controlled by someone and went through the town to dehydrate... Ev- would they have been controlled by... Well, I don't, I don't know who would they, people, probably the people who stole the Sending Stone in the first place. Oh. We should probably go and try and chase that down, follow that trail. Uh, well, well, you said you saw where it was leading. Uh, yes. Oh. Do you have any idea where it might have, you know it was going north of the town, but where, where north, where would it have gone? I pulled a map out, the map that I got from Goblin Godfrey with the big X on it and compare that with the map that Blue had and I just show it all to Blue. Like, oh, I should have shown you this before. Um, I found this. Goblin Goblin Godfrey was into a certain area uh, nearby mm. for some reason. Let me, let me see this. All right. The, the trail of the Sounding Stone went sort of in this direction, and I imagine that that's what they were doing. Also, well, no, we'll get to that bit later. Never mind. Well, I don't know what would be over there, but I suppose we might as well... It's the only lead we have at this point for a location, although I don't know why... Like, do you think Goblin Godfrey brought it back over? I don't know. That's so uh, so strange. Uh, it could have been. But it's the only lead, I suppose. Yes, and it, it could have been Goblin Godfrey, because I could not find him or a corpse or any evidence uh, of where he was. Just sort of the stone went off into the distance, vaguely in this direction. The big map in his room with an X on it is pretty damning evidence, I would say. Also, yeah. I think he was interested in breaking it apart into making smaller sounding stones or something. I found some hmm. patent drawings. Uh, Interesting. 
Alright, well, I suppose we might as well make our way there, see what we find. Yes, I do want to show you fellows the town, though. Alright. We'll start from Godfrey's shop and we'll follow the trail, just in case. The three of you, you know, after you finish eating up, it's maybe... 6.45, 7 o'clock at night. Um, it's still very bright out. It's going to be bright out for a few more hours. Full moon tonight, so you'll be good. After you have wrapped up at the fireplace, you head back towards the main street of Flughaven. And describe to me what you show them. Just quickly, I duck into the uh, tool shop and show them the body with the bugs, like the bug stains. And I, you know, and then just like demonstrate that. And then I go to Gilbert Godfrey. Oh my God. And then I go to Goblin Godfrey's <laughs> Goblin's Oddities. Goblin Godfrey's Goofs and Oddities. Whatever it is. <laughs> Goblin Godfrey's Goofs, Oddities, and Goblin like Commodities. And then I show them sort of the trail of. I just catch them up on everything I learned, but very quickly. And then say, this is the direction that the stone went. Gotcha. Heading from there, from that, that spot, you guys uh, break off of Main Street and start going north of the town. You know, same same as before, the uh, trail seems to be get so overgrown so quickly that you are no longer able to see the, the sort of scrapes, the ruts in the dirt where the sending zone had been dragged. But Blue, Blue is able to very clearly see the path that this is going. And he steps out in front and uh, starts walking off, leading you guys in that direction north. Perfect. Yes, Blue. Yes, this is exactly this is why I like you, Blue. Because I did, it ended here for me. Thank, thank you. I have, I have a lot more experience. If you, uh, you stick to this this life, then I'm sure you'll be able to someday track seventy five percent as well as I do. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> and um, cutting through the the overgrowth of trees that surround the main street, out ahead of you is what looks like a large pond, large body of water, but it's broken up into several smaller pools that are separated by these exceptionally narrow mounds of earth that spider out from a central hub. At this center point, you see a massive, massive tree, not unlike the one that had engulfed Godfrey's Goofenporium, but there's two major differences. One, unlike the first tree, which had appeared basically dead, this tree is covered with leaves and young branches freshly grown. And two, Wrapped in the roots, trunk, and branches, you see an ancient stone fortress. And inside, I just need like a, a final button on this. I'm basically saying that like, I wanna say something that implies that you believe that the sending stone is there. Uh, wrapped inside the roots, trunk, and branches, you see an, the ruins you see the ruins of an old fortress. And that's good enough. Good, <laughs> great. Oh, good. Wonderful. Oh, awesome. Blue, look at that. Look what you've, you've led us. fucking awesome. You had to you've break into some to, fucking yep. castle. This is bullshit. Yep. This sucks. I hate this. Hey, George. Yep. I, we're, we're going uh, home. Yeah, good. I give up. This right. This is too dramatic. This is too dramatic. Oh, uh, the sending stone, though. All right, um, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use chunks of that uh, in the actual <laughs> in the actual thing uh, because I feel like that that is a good uh, good response to the attempt for drama right there. Um, oh come on! <laughs> Thank 
Thank you so much, Mason, for joining me today. Um, yeah, having a good time? Yeah, uh, there's like, in your hair, like a crust forming. Ah, oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I'll, I'll, I'll take a shower afterwards. I'm sure the bear, you know, not a big deal. Yeah. I don't smell it anymore. I don't know what that's about. You get used to smells over time? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of, uh, speaking of dead corpses and stuff, uh, hello, the Scavengers Network. Thank you for having us. I really appreciate, uh, you. Um, what's, uh, what's a show on Scavengers Network that you like, Mason? Unnatural 20s. Hands down, one of my absolute favorite shows. It's so, it's so delightful. So good. Caitlin, McKenna, and Cassie get together each week and just do... Uh, an adventure where their t- topics of discussion are chosen by a die, and they're all incredibly funny people. It's it's absolutely worth a listen. It's it's really really genuinely very good. I like it a lot. All right, guys. Uh, I think with that, unless you have anything else you want to add, follow me on Twitter at that nerd Mason. Do that. I guess. <laughs> I like Twitter now. <laughs> and with that, we'll uh, go ahead and pitter patter on out of here. Peter Patter, Peter Patter, Peter Patter, Peter Patter, Peter Patter, Peter Patter, Peter Patter. Wait, give me, give me a good, give me a good, give me a pitter. Pitter. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix those all together so they line up and overlap. Oh snap! Okay, I don't, I don't know, know if that, I actually will, but I might. I might try. I don't know if that last interval is gonna be as bad <laughs> as I was hoping it was. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna stop recording. Okay, me too. And scene two, flashback setting February second. Hey, Colin. I was just thinking about making a podcast where we go scene by scene through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. James, I love that. That is a great idea. I'll tell you what, see if you can flesh it out just a little bit more, and then we'll get back together again soon and talk about it again. Scene four, flashback, setting February 20th. Man, I can't stop thinking about that idea of James's. It was so interesting. I wonder if we could do it in some sort of, like, chronological order. Scene 1. Present day. Setting. March 2nd. Colin, I was thinking about that Marvel podcast idea I had last month. Oh, yes, that idea. Oh, I love it so much. I remember it like yesterday. Scene 3. Present day. Minutes later. God, we were so young back then. It turns out I've been thinking about that podcast, too. Really? What were you thinking? All right, let me paint you a picture. It was a couple of days after President's Day. Scene 5, present day, minutes after that. Chronological, huh? That's a pretty good idea. 
So like, if there's a flashback, we put it in the place on the timeline that's being flashed back to? Yeah, what, what do you think? I think absolutely, let's do it. Why don't we call it Timeline Scavengers? Scene six, the future. Oh, how are we not done yet? That's my secret, Colin. We'll never be done. Timeline Scavengers, assembling the MCU timeline forever. This is just gonna all just be bloop stuff. I'm going to call off. Okay. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Four. Five. Six. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Nine. Eleven. Nine. Nine. One. Two. Okay. <laughs> Good. I started that. So for Ty, when you're editing this later, I was the first person that talked. So you Ty, put my one first. Ty would have heard you say the first. Oh, but Ty, when you hear this, I started that. I'm the first okay. one. <laughs> okay. Okay. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah. As though you won't know who tells the truth and who lies. All right, future I mean, tie. I'm, this is a riddle. One of us always tells the <laughs> truth and one of us always lies. Uh, I feel like future tie would really not be sure. Um, <laughs> you can ask a, all right. one question. You can ask one question. I, I love throwing that uh, that riddle in because, like, into um, dungeons when I can because I feel like everybody everybody has heard it a thousand times, but then when you actually ask somebody to solve it. They're like, wait, uh, wait, oh, I know that there's an easy question, but what? Uh, uh, like, whenever <laughs> I've thrown, I think I've used that like three times really? while doing D&D. And like each time the reaction has been like, obviously, wait, fuck. I don't remember what the, <laughs> what I would, don't remember how to do this. What would your brother say the correct answer is? Boom. Yeah. Boom. You see, it's not hard. Like it's super easy if you know right. I don't, the I, answer. And I can't I can't I can't say I figured it out, but for some reason I've never forgotten because when I yeah. heard it for the first time, my brain assumed that my adult life would consist of a lot of people asking me riddles, and so I filed that away as like, ah, need to <sighs> need to remember that one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot it's less like riddles in adulthood than I expected. Also a lot less quicksand. Yeah. I was, there was something else. I don't remember what it was. There was something recently that came my path, it came across my path and I was like, I thought this was going to be a much more important thing. Uh, well, it's, it's, what are the, are. what do the cartoons really prepare you for? Not you know? a lot. Good Monday morning. Good Monday morning. Good Monday morning. And welcome to your, <laughs> lo- welcome to your footloose and fancy free highfalutin fantasy goofy fun and bantery podcast. That was really good. Oh. Was that just off the top of the dome? No. Uh, I For a long time, I had thought about what I wanted to do when I first ever recorded with you, and I don't think I ever did it. Oh, no. We should totally, we should totally use that at some point. When I, when I came out there, I was thinking that we were going to do a normal WIDK episode. And so I had like come up with like oh, no. a bunch of like little things. Oh, we had a, we had, I don't know if you remember this. We had so many different plans for that day. We did. But we ended up just fucking around so much. We did the like one. Just, we did the one thing and it was great. I had a great time. Yeah. Of course um, I lost the plot at the end after we got into the sun though. I still, I have to go back and listen to that. I don't remember what we did. 
I, I really I really like where it actually ended. Where it didn't end while we were going into the sun. Yeah. It ended yeah. on the the scene of you guys just barreling into the sun. Because I, I love the idea, and I, I think I told you about this at the time, but I love the idea of making a, you know, sci-fi uh procedural kind of thing like that, where each episode ends with the crew basically like like oh you're about to die and then there's no reference to that in the next episode right and it's the same crew though yeah same crew i clearly like they must have gotten out somehow but like it's never explained so every episode always ends with them on their way to certain doom of some sort they're they are about to die no matter what i like that too and i kind of i want to do that i've wanted this is so off topic ty why do we keep doing this i really want to make a sci-fi series um, but anyway, we can talk about yeah. that later. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about that later. My mouth is so dry. Oh, is it? Eat some mm-hmm. snow. Okay. All right. We'll do. I just thought, I thought about if I wanted to do something and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's stupid. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Roll a dexterity save to see if I get my foot stuck and lose a shoe or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I, I was, yeah, whatever. Sorry. I'm going to move this cat because he is sitting on crinkly paper right now and it is making a lot of noise cats have a sixth sense where they can sense crinkles yeah that's how they find them ty is going to move the cat to get him off of the crinkly spot i'm actually going to give him his food real quick uh just because i feel like that will okay Ty just told me he's gonna give his cat some food and the cat's going too. i just saw him jump down Ty only uses headphones, so he can't ever hear me when he's gone and doesn't have his headphones on. I want to make him something. I want to make something for Ty. Hold on. There we go. Okay. This is for you, Ty. This is a song for Ty. Ty is going to feed his cat and play a game. Oh shit, he's back. I didn't even have time to think of good words. Huh? What's up? What was that? What's up, Ty? Hey, um, do you remember the question that you had asked him? Uh, yeah, I said, what, what was leading up to this moment that made you think that your friend might kill you? Roll me a perception check. Gotta perceive these bugs. <laughs> I'm putting this one in the trash, even though it's from 1978. That's a four. Jesus Christ. I haven't rolled a double digit on these old dice. All the good rolls got used up in the 80s. Uh, tell me again what your passive perception was. Four plus three is seven. My passive perception is almost double that. It's 13. Okay. Um, give me uh, the almost 13 clean. Because I'm just going to use your passive perception because I'm I'm trying to figure out what you passively were perceiving over this period of time. So it makes more sense. 
about like oh I should have shown you this before um I found this go- goblin goblin Godfrey was into a certain area uh nearby mm. for some reason let me let me see this yes take a look blue all right you're the map person I am, I am the map person look yes look at it look at it let's go get ready for our map quest okay so we've got we've got a couple we got this little lake area and we've got a Little ditch. Um, I go and some prepare trees. some coffee while Blue <laughs> reads the entire all right, map. All right, all right. Oh, Finzy, Finzy ditch. All right. Uh, I forgot about Finzy. Well, the only thing, the only thing really of note up north, we've got the little ruins right there. Um, on your map, it's marked as gazebo. Oh, so we've got the old ruins. So I suppose this is as good a part spot as any to check out. Well, I suppose that that's that's presumably where they were taking the sounding stone. No question. Was this the was this map that you showed Goblin Godfrey's map or was this the map that Blue had given you? This is the map from Goblin Godfrey. Ah, I was I was comparing the X on the map on Godfrey's map. Gotcha. That X does mark at that ruined spot. Okay. Let me roll that back. Oh, wait, did you think I was just looking at like generally that direction? Yeah, yeah. Oh um, no. No, I I'm Okay, wait. Let me. Ju- why don't we just do the whole thing clean? We'll just. Yeah, let's do the whole thing clean. So, because I, I hope. Oh fuck! I hope I don't edit. I know. <laughs> hey, Ty, don't do it. <laughs> Maybe that'll help. Um, yeah. I think what we're going to do right now is we are going to make our way towards the town. Yep. We're going to pass through. If there's anything in particular that you want to stop and look at. We can do that, and then we are going to lead into, I have a final scene in mind, unless something that you decide to do in the town extends it. This next bit could end in five minutes, or it could end in 30 minutes. I don't care. So, all I was thinking was I'm taking them to the town so they they can see what it looks like. Gotcha. Uh, I take them to the body that I put the blanket over. So, so all of all of what I just said, that's all getting chopped out, so... Uh, we will oh, pick up. Wait. So I was just describing to you what. Yeah. What we will be doing. I'm doing that, that too, is, though. Because, oh, oh, okay. Because I just want to say, like, in, in case there's, there's we don't have to visit those things. But, like, in my mind, what I'm doing is I'm taking them there, showing them that, and starting at Godfrey's place so that in, we can follow the trail the direction it was taken. That's the only reason. Gotcha. Beautiful. So, Beautiful. Okay. Here's the song for Ty. That wasn't it. This is it. Hey, Ty. Okay. Hello. Damn it. What's up? I just never get to do it. It's okay. I spent too long trying to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. That's okay. okay. We'll find out later. <laughs> okay. It's for future, Ty. For future, Ty. It's just going to be annoying, though, because I never get to it. I just keep trying to figure it out.